so there is much um, we could pray about, but I feel, um, I, I read a beautiful description of prayer um, this past week, um, which said, God speaks to us in revelation and expects us to listen. We speak to him in prayer and expect him to listen, which is a beautiful description of prayer. But I feel like the Lord has spoken to us um, in revelation, and so instead of speaking, I think we need to listen right now. So, Caroline, are you here? There you are. law, your throat starts messing up when you, <laughs> step, when you step to the podium. <laughs> well, Christopher, you're there. So I was on a, a personal prayer retreat late last year, and the Lord spoke to me about, um, about CTR and what I feel like is a word for CTR for the year 2024, and I'm just going to read it to you. And... Um, and then that way we can reflect as a community, um, and I won't give my commentary on what I think, um, but we can reflect as a community on what the Lord is saying to us as a group. I feel like the Lord is saying that we are called to be a planting of the Lord, and it's just crazy that, <laughs> it's not crazy. This is exactly how the Holy Spirit moves. I mean, y'all have all noticed this in your lives that he is always orchestrating the details of our lives towards his ends and purposes if we open our hearts to him and if we um, are desirous of, of following his will in our life. So this is the, that's kind of the title of the word for the year is a planting of the Lord. And the, the scripture from which that's taken is Isaiah 64, <coughs> verses three and four, the second part of verse three. And then to verse 4, and it says, They will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord to display his glory. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. We as a community are a planting of the Lord. Community members are oaks who have decided to put down their roots here geographically by specifically committing to the community as well as spiritually by committing to live out CTR's call in their own lives. Trees do not easily leave the ground in which they have been planted. These brothers and sisters, or I should say we, we brothers and sisters, these oaks of righteousness have given up flitting from ministry to ministry in order to commit to the ministry of the Lord here. This lends itself to the ministry's own long-term stability, but it is also a shady and, shady and peaceful place of rest for those who may not feel a long-term call to CTR, but who will benefit from its physical as well as spiritual respite. We are to be, according to Ephesians 3, 17 and 18, and um, I think I'm going to pause and read that scripture. So Ephesians 3, 17 and 18. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, 
and this is Paul's prayer. I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And then down into verse 19, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. I love that phrase. <laughs> to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. So we are to be rooted and grounded in love with the Father and with each other. So this grounding in love is both vertical and horizontal. This increasing rootedness in love makes us increasingly more stable and thus more able to display the Lord's glory. <coughs> will seem easy or obvious as we are unshakable in love. We will believe him for all things. Messianic Jews are a special planting among us. Their presence with us as individuals may be seasonal, but we must treat them with special care as we nourish them from our, our land and our lives open-handedly. We have a weighty sacrificial call. Just because we are small in size does not mean the call is small or easy. We commit to live out Christ's command to live as one, as the Father and Son are one. Our prophetic enactment of this vision will have a ripple effect on the larger body of Christ in ways we could never imagine. Ephesians 3.20, who, to him who can do exceedingly abundantly far more than all we ask or imagine. All of our gifts as a community, time, talent, treasure, must be sacrificially committed to our call. Ephesians 4, 12 and 13 are key, and I'm gonna read that also. This is Ephesians 4. It's about the Lord leading captives in his train and giving gifts, you know, the prophets, teachers, you know, it's, it's that. So he distributes these gifts, and then in verse 12 it says, to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We must be equipped as a unit with all the gifts present among us. There is a strong dynamic linking the investment and operation of our gifts together so that we can reach both the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. There's a, we can never be unified, we can never know the Son of God fully, we can never become fully mature unless we are fully invested as one. So in other words, um, in our unity, we, there is something that we, we cannot know of Christ just individually. Mm -hmm. There are limits to that. But because the gifts are different, and I've heard Amy beautifully say this, I benefit from her gifts, and in a way, her gifts are mine, because we are in a unity together. And so that's how we can move towards the knowledge, the unity of the faith again, and the knowledge of the Son of God is in that place of sharing our gifts, sharing our lives, sharing our resources. Um, so anyway. <laughs> 